the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praise Him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Rightfully Ours. When we think about all that the scripture tells us that Jesus Christ went through to make available to me and you all that God has prepared for me and you, it's only right that we receive and achieve everything that God has for us. I mean, according to all that it is that the word of God says about what God has made available to us and the heavy price he paid to make all those things and opportunities available to us. It's only right that we receive and achieve everything that's made available to us. Well, since that's true, then the opposite is equally true. That is, it's wrong for us to not do so. It would be wrong of us to not live out the life that Jesus bled and died so that we could live out. It would be wrong of us to live less of a life than the one our Savior, Jesus Christ, bled and died for us to be able to have and live in life especially since he made a point to have it written in the Word so that each and every one of us could come to know about it. And according to God's Word, which is always true, all those things rightfully belong to me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully Ours. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Both of the things that we need to walk with are mindsets that we need to have. So don't be patting, packing your pot, patting your pocket, you know, reaching back here, reaching over there to see if you got it. You know, this is a mindset that you got to have. There's a mindset that we should have. A mindset that makes us capable of walking appropriately wherever we go, whenever we go. It's a mindset that you got to have. Let's look at it. The first mindset we ought to walk according to this, read it, verse 2. It says, with all lowliness. No, that's the second one. First one is with all lowliness. So the first mindset that we ought to have to be able to walk with a mind or the way to walk with is a mindset of lowliness. As we endeavor to walk worthy and appropriately of all that God did for us, we need to walk with a mindset of lowliness. Now, that word lowliness right there means humiliation of mind. It means humiliation of mind. Now, this humiliation is not talking about being humiliated as in having a sense of feeling or, or a sense or a feeling of dread and, or being mortified. Oh, I'm humiliated. No, God doesn't want you to walk around humiliated. That's not what he's after. This humiliation is talking about having a humble mind, having a humble mind. Was you walk around with humility, having a humble mind. Because this word humiliation here, when you go back to the word origin, it means to, to be humble. To humble. To be humble. Wait a minute, didn't that first Peter chapter 5? Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you with, in due time. Humble yourself. Which means if you don't 
humble yourself, you won't be exalted. Just like if you don't humble your mind, humble your mind, then you ain't going to step worthy, walk worthily into what God has in store for you at that time. First thing he teaches is have a humble mind. Humble your mind. Why? Because a lot of us think we know something as we begin to walk forward. Because remember, we got delivered from something or somebody in chapters 1, 2, and 3. Now we're stepping into chapter 4, brand new. We stepping into chapter four, brand new. Don't know nothing. Uh-huh. Remember when you was a baby? <laughs> you didn't know nothing, but you was hungry, and there was something on you you didn't want that you wanted to get off you. That's all you knew. Praise God. You don't know nothing. You had to be taught everything. You had to be taught a language, taught how to speak, taught when to say no. No, they heard it all the time. No, and so they tell the parents, "Come here, baby." No, he said, "No, no, don't talk to me like that." No, smack. Oh. <laughs> They got to learn. <laughs> Hallelujah. You don't talk to me like that. Praise God. I'm your mother. I'm your father. Praise God. I'm not confused as it's the same person. I'm just using two different people. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm just clarifying because of the age we're living in nowadays. Praise God. Now they got some fool walking around, some fool in foolish university walk around trying to get people to be able to say, you know, don't, don't call people. Don't, they got schools now. That's your cool. That's your kids go cool. Tell them, don't call them boy and girl no more. Ask, yeah, say student. Say something generic. Don't ask them, you know, whether they're a boy or girl. Ask them, uh, what sexual, uh, per, what, 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 which way do you want to orient yourself? And, and, and which one are you have tendencies toward? And which one do you like? To the point that they now have 32-something Different possible genders that you can be. We don't went from two to 32. Don't get mad at me while I teach you, please. We went from two to 32 in one administration. An administration that told you up front, I am going to categorically change America. Told you up front. And then another one coming in right behind it saying, I'm going to continue the policies that the other one started. Oh, they're getting mad at me. Amen. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> Two to 32. You didn't hear about the newest suit yet, have you? And then we get back to this. Here's the newest suit because we, it was always said, once you open the door for the devil, he's never satisfied. Not that the Supreme Court has said, that in their mind, in their thinking, that it's okay for a man to be with a man and a woman to be for a woman because as long as they love one another, now you got five people that's married. Five people, polygamy, It's married. And they said, well, if they can be married, then you have to call me married too. Why? Because once you open the door for one, you open the door for all. Once you get a devil room, he takes over everything. And a person's flat down the middle told you, I'm going to continue the same policies. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's just move on. I'm, it's getting quiet up in the house. Let's go back to the word. With all lowliness. See, this is talking about to be humble. We need to hum, walk humble. Walk with a humble mind if we're going to walk appropriately Wherever we need to go and where God wants us to go. 
See, we can't allow ourselves to be prideful. We can't allow ourselves to be arrogant of mind at any time. I know that. I know that. That's why I said you have to become this and remain this. Because you have a lot of people who come through the door of the body of Christ understanding that. I need to learn. They eager to learn. They want to learn. But then after we've been in this for a little while. Turn with me, please, to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter, 2 Corinthians chapter 5. We're going to begin reading at verse 17. Oh, no, oh, no. We're talking about his. Turn with me to John chapter 10. I oh, know, rightfully ours. <laughs> Turn with me to 1 Peter chapter 5. Oh, no, I still have dreams of 1 Peter chapter 5. <laughs> Don't do it, please. Because I'm too proud of mine to think I can learn anything at this time. I think I know it all. God said, forget. Don't forget. I just brought you in this thing. You don't know nothing. And I'm going to lead you and guide you to what I got in store for you. But, but you got to have a humble mind for me to do that. Can I teach? Can I teach for real? God ain't going to fight with you to bless you. God ain't going to struggle with you to bless you. God don't struggle. I don't know if you know him. He don't struggle. And he ain't going to struggle with you. He's going to present you an opportunity. And it'll be like, it'll be like when, I, when I present this opportunity, you say, I don't know about all that. Here, I got this prosperity I want to give you. I don't know about all that. Then you ain't going to know about it. God ain't going to struggle. And he'll come to the next. And he'll keep going. The ones that work with him, he work with him. The ones that fight with him, he don't have fights. He walk away. He don't get in confusion. I said he don't get in confusion. That's why we don't fight and offer confusion. We don't struggle, argue, fuss at one another. Because that's as ungodly as it gets. Because God don't do that. Then we don't do that. I'm just trying to bless you. God ain't arguing you to get no blessing. Ain't nobody up in heaven... Mad at God because he made them blessed. Glory to God. Everybody up in there singing happy. Praise God. Because they accepted the opportunity. God's coming with an opportunity to bless you. That you might. He said, Jesus said, I am come. He testified himself. I am come that you might have life. Look, are you all powerful, ain't you? What you mean, might have life? Ain't that an automatic? No, it ain't an automatic. It's going to be if you work with me or not. So I'm going to teach you day one, first thing, lesson one, now that you are in the body of Christ, have a lowly mind. How about this one? You don't like that one? Come off your high horse. Come on off your high horse. Acting like you know something, you don't know nothing. You've been trained by an enemy that came not before to steal, kill, and destroy That's all you, that's what he gave you the taste for. Everything that causes you to be still, killed, and destroyed. That's what you got an appetite for. That's why you still love those worldly music. Mm, Because you was trained by that, by the devil to be able to love it. That's why you called the oldies, but oldies and moldies, you called them the oldies and goodies. But God said, ain't nothing good about them at all. Why you still have them? Amen. Well, you know, I just keep them around just in case me and my spouse. (laughs) You know, I tried doing it off of your CDs, but it didn't work. So, So. So I just keep a little something, something around just, just in case. 
Well, why don't you make your own music? Instead of turning on me and Mrs. Jones when you're with your spouse. Seems kind of counterproductive to a brother to me. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't like none of this. That's because you ain't got a lowly mind. You got to become lowly minded. Because if we do, I'm talking about not, not keep this lowly mind. Then we won't seek and we won't receive and or we won't follow God's instructions when he comes and give it to me and you. We won't follow his guidance when he comes to guide me and you because our head too big. We got waterhead-itis. We got this big old blistered, bumped up head that we can't receive anything that God said. And the chances are pretty high that we won't walk worthy of the life that it is that we're called to live. Because let me put it to you this way. To be made available to you, you didn't have to do nothing because it was made available in chapters one, two, and three. To live it and walk it out, something is required of you. That's in chapters four, five, and six. You got a part to play in this because if you don't do, if you don't walk worthy of the vocation what God has in store for you, you'll never have what God has for you because you got to walk worthy of it. He withholds no good things from those who Walk up rightly. So you mean he watching how you walk to determine whether you get it? So can I reverse it then? Because you know, a nickel is five cents, whether it's heads or tails. Then that means if he withhold no good things from those who walk uprightly, then he withhold every good thing from those who don't. Hallelujah. Let's go back to what we need to have. Two mindsets. You're getting stuck on that first one. Let's work on the second one. Praise God. With all lowliness and meekness. The second mindset that we ought to walk with is a mindset of meekness. Somebody say meekness. Meekness. It's a mindset of meekness. Somebody say meekness. Meekness. So as we endeavor to walk worthy and appropriately of all that it is that God did for me and you, we need to learn to walk with meekness. Lowliness of mind and meekness. That word meekness right there means gentleness, gentleness. See, as we endeavor to walk worthy and appropriately to all that God has done for me and you so that we can make it to the places that God has in store for me and you, accomplish all it is that he has in store for me and you, and receive all the things that he plans for me and you, we need to walk with gentleness. The implication here is not rigid, hard, or unyielding. Not rigid, hard, or unyielding. Therein being teachable. Therein being teachable. So we can't make it to the place that God has prepared for me and you being all rigid and non-teachable. Why? Because we come into it not knowing anything. Not knowing how to get to it. Not knowing what to do to get it. We don't know nothing. So you have to be teachable. You have to be teachable. But being teachable means being not rigid. You can't be rigid. You can't be all hard. You can't be all unyielding. We have to be flexible to be able to have to have to. We have to be flexible. We have to be flexible. We have to be teachable. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If 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 come here. If I'm teaching you how to punch somebody, now turn turn so I can teach you. 
Okay, I'm going to teach you how to punch somebody now. Hold, okay, hold, 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 hold. Okay, you got to you know, turn your body in a little bit more of an angle. Praise God. So that you can turn it, turn it into him when you, when you hit it. If I'm, if I'm teaching him how to do this, and I'm trying to tell him how to snap his, snap his arm so he could be able to break somebody's jaw with the first time. Praise God. I mean, the first time. Not have to hit him a second time. See, I had to learn this stuff because I was smaller than people. Praise God. Are you listening to me? I had to learn how to do it the first time. First time in the conversation. Ain't, ain't, ain't no more conversation after that. I'm going to give you a chance to come back. So if I'm going to teach him how to do it, he can't try to do it his way while I'm doing it. I say, okay, now this is how you do it. And then, and then, okay, okay. And then when you get ready to do it, you're going to have to turn your back like that. And then when you, and then, and then do it all wrong, do it all wrong. And I'll be like, no, no, see, no, no, you got to, you got to come back and you can only, it's just a little slight turn. It's just a little slight turn because what you do is you activate the, the back muscles at the exact same time and you allow the back to be able to be the one hit that way because see you're trying to hit them with the, just the strength of your arm that ain't enough that ain't enough it's strong but it ain't that strong you got to be able to get all this back in there praise God and so you got to turn it but see if, if 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 he and I'm trying to turn him but he won't allow himself to be turned and he won't allow and I'm like look, look man you got to turn you got look man you got look. he'll never get it that's how people do. A lot of times people come to school. They be trying to teach you. The teachers is trying to teach you. But you won't, you won't, won't be flexible. That's why I understand that everybody that graduates from a school hasn't been taught. Sometimes they graduate you just to get you out of there. Because they're tired of dealing with you. They're like, all right, you pass. Praise God. Go ahead. Praise God. You pass. Hey, man, go ahead and take your picture. Praise God. I'll stand here with you. Hey man, go because 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 you ain't teachable. Praise God. <laughs> Look at your neighbor and say, he "Ain't talking about you. He ain't talking about you. He talking about some other people I know. No, for real. <laughs> you gotta whatever they say, do you gotta go with it? And God said, I'm gonna guide you how to get to what I have in store for you, and I'm gonna tell you exactly what to do if you do what I say, do." You're going to knock everybody out that you're supposed to. Y'all give me a hand for helping me. Praise God. See, we can't make it to the places that God has prepared for us and be all rigid and non-teachable. We got to be flexible. We got to be teachable. We can't do the things that God plans for us. Being all hard and, and, and unyielding. We have to be gentle. We have to be moldable. Therefore, we have to be teachable. We have to be moldable. We are rigid. We won't move. No, you got you to be teachable. This is why in order to walk worthy of the vocation that God has in store for you, God says, I need you, first thing he taught him, to be, to be uh, humble and be teachable, to be, be, be meek, lowly, with all lowliness. It's talking about lowliness of mind and meekness. And of course, he said, with long suffering, and I ain't got time to get in that one right there. Forbearing one another, which means don't let nobody take you off of what God has in store for you because they start acting a fool. Amen. We've been learning that on Sundays. Come on, we, we, we leave it level four. We living on level four. We keep it at level four. So I don't care how much of a fool they act, that don't mean you got to be a fool too. Amen. Don't get sucked into that because that's usually Satan's last, 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 that's the last card he plays. When he run out of cards to play, and he, can't, he, and he can't get you on nothing else. He'll get you on how people act or how you think people act. He said, I got you on that one. 
He said, because soon as things seem like it's about to straighten out for you, he'll get somebody to act a fool around you. Yeah, he will. Because his whole thing, he, 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 he figured that if, if, if a fool throw a card down, you're going to throw the same card down. Come on, if, you, if they hadn't started none, it wouldn't. Amen. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. Praise God. You did it, so I'm doing it. The only reason why I'm going off on you is because you went off on me. Only reason why I'm dogging you is because you are trying to dog me. Look, I ain't gonna be dogged. You be dog, I be bigger dog. Somebody say I'm glad. Somebody say I'm glad you ain't that kind of fool. I'm glad you ain't that kind of fool. Because you know a fool says in his heart that there is no God, so we automatically said there ain't no God the moment we stepped out and stopped acting godly. We stopped letting him lead us, guide us, and tell us what to do, and we letting our flesh, our feelings, and our emotions take over and do what it say do. Them same ones that used to destroy your life is coming back, taking over one more time. Because you haven't learned to be able to flow with God all the time. See, God will hook up the humble. I said he'll hook up the humble. Because see, all that stuff that God's talking, all that stuff that God has in store for us that he promises, you know, ahead of time, I do exceeding abundantly above all you can ask or think according to the power that works in you. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. That's all that. Ooh, ooh, God's prepared to do exceeding abundantly before me. Then he says, now, therefore, this is what I need you to do. Quit being a fool. Have a lowly mind and be meek, be teachable, be humble all the time. So now I can guide you into what I have in store for you. And to make sure you do it, I'm going to get some apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers to be able to teach you how to do it. So they can share with you what my word has to say so you can know exactly what to know to do it. So that I can mature you. Now that you're a baby in Christ, I can mature you in Christ. So that you're a person that can now handle these things in life. Eventually to the point that you ain't blowed away by all the little stupid stuff that other folk got to say, including bad teachers that come your way. When Satan brings winds of doctrine at you, but you'll be able to stand strong and live long and speak the truth and do what I want you to do. You'll lay aside your old life, pick up your new life, and step into what I have in store for you. And be able to continue on into the life that I have in store for you. Walking worthy of what I got in store for you. You'll know what the will of the Lord is and operate accordingly. You know how to deal with husband and wife, and both of y'all will know what to do in life. You'll know what to do as a child, Ephesians chapter 6. Because you'll know exactly what to do as a parent and a child too. You'll know what to do as you, even when the enemy comes against you, you'll know exactly what to do. Just keep your arm on and fight the battle that I've given you. Praise God. I love the, I, see, he, he breaks it down for us so we know exactly what to do to be able to win in this thing. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. I hope that you're learning that the things that God said in his word that he has for us really are for us. God's not playing he means what he's saying. God's word really is true. The things that he said in his word that he made available to me and you really are made available for me and you. That's important because it's our proper response to God's word that allows us to receive what we heard. It makes what God promises can happen in our lives actually happen in our lives. So let's do what we need to do to believe God's word is true. God made those promises to me and you. Promises of God that are rightfully ours. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. 
We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But if you're in or visiting San Antonio and surrounding areas, come visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after so. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. Don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in the Father's house on Sunday. There's absolutely no substitute for being in church fellowship and with other believers and worshiping God in the house of God. I believe every born-again believer should heartily say what the psalmist said when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all of you who've been a blessing to us by sending words of encouragement by letter or email, sharing with us that you've been blessed by the messages and that you are praying for us, I want to say to all of you, thank you. And to all of you who've been so kind, to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we also want to say to you from the bottom of our heart, thank you. Galatians chapter 6 says, God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he so reap. Well, since all of you have been such a tremendous blessing to us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God's not going to be mocked concerning you. He's going to do what he said in his word that he would do. That is, he's going to be a blessing to you by making sure you reap what you sow. So, we thank God in advance for all the blessings that are coming your way because of your being a blessing that you've been to all of us. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do, that is to be a blessing to a blessed people like you. Once again, thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs> 